everybody welcome to another episode of lem me no i'm your host angel lem today i'm sitting with lola la poeta lola is a poet a zine writer and an animal lover i think i had her back in october of 2017 she was actually the 17th episode i released and i'm so happy that she agreed to come back on the show we shared the stage i think back in 2017 or in 2018 i believe when I did the Carolina Felix's show, I think a day, a couple of days before Christmas, she also was part of it. And having her there kind of really helped me, I guess, get the, the jitters and the nervousness down because we pretty much all of us messed up. You know, I messed up a joke. She messed up one of her readings of her poetry. But, you know, having there people that, that I knew, it made me feel comfortable. And, you know, I'm so happy that she agreed to come on after i don't know what she thought of episode 17 but um for her to come three years later and agree to come back on the show means a lot to me so basically i brought her on because she has a new project coming on so when she came the first time she was promoting her zine brain chemistry so now three years later she's working on a new series called learning how to love a story about lola not the lola it's her, the character's name is also lola what a coincidence right you know i'm a big fan of her i see i suggest you go check out love chemistry i don't know if she has any zines below but if she doesn't you could always go to lola la poeta.com that's where you could find learning how to love the i think this is a, a weekly weekly um i don't know if it's episodic but there's like a weekly publication that she puts out on her website. So if you're interested and if you're curious of what it consists of, I suggest you go check it out. I don't want to ruin it for you guys. It's really great. Like I said, we're going to talk about it on the show. But yeah, so hopefully you guys enjoy this episode. Thank you guys for being here. I, the three year anniversary is just around the corner. So I do have a, a small request, you know. Um, if you guys want to be part of the three-year anniversary, I do plan to have like a Zoom party. So if you would like to be interviewed or be part of that three-year anniversary episode, come, come my way. Send me an email. You can find me at Let Me Know Pod on Instagram and Facebook. You could also email me at Let Me Know Pod on Instagram. Uh, you could email me at Let Me Know Pod on Gmail.com. But before you do any of that, make sure you go. It's to instagram.com and you follow lola at lola la poeta just so you can be updated for any events she does host an open mic alongside with faye hernandez 
they they both host a open mic at the angel city brewery as of right now the show is not taking place because of this whole covid 19 situation that we're all living in but follow her that way you'll be able to attend the next event when it does happen when it opens back up all right guys so i think that's a lot of rambling in my part hopefully you guys enjoy this episode don't forget to leave a five-star review on itunes and share with your friends all right and hopefully this episode inspires you to do something if you are a writer and you're afraid hopefully um the, the this interview with lola encourages you to you know put a, a poem out there or whatever you're interested in just put it out into the world and don't be afraid of what people have to say this is your thing everybody's opinion you go to hell so enjoy this episode On the terrace, with you, I never feel embarrassed. Pull my hair up when I'm serving eggs. Chop the watermelon, purple grapes. Fresh piña is my favorite. The citrus burst of amazement. A freshly squeezed juice hit the cold glass. He watched me walk by with my whole eyes. A little butter and toast. Never underestimate who love him the most. Yeah, the sun is hitting us tough. Coloring our skin while he listens to us It goes, yeah, yeah It goes, uh, yeah The sun is hitting us rough Shining down on us, giving us luck Siete de la mañana She's so pretty cubana Frijoles y bananas, yeah Still cutting off fruit Siete de la mañana She's so pretty cubana Frijoles y bananas Yeah, still cutting off fruit what's up everybody welcome back hopefully you guys enjoy that song today i'm still with lola la poeta you guys heard of her i think it was in 2017 i don't remember the episode but i'm sure i mentioned it on the intro and 
So I went to Tehran because she just started a, a new project, right? Um, the love question? No, love question. It, it's learning um, how to love. Learning how to love. Something that mm-hmm. we all need to learn. How to, especially these te- right now, these days where um, we're locked up. Some, some of us are locked up with our significant others. And, you know, we might have, you know, because we were so busy at one time. Maybe we weren't, you know, that's not something we're taking care of. But... Um, thankfully, Lola has, has our back and just a little bit of how to love. So before I get with my questions and I do all my interrogation, I want to know, how are you holding up with this new normal, with this quarantine like that we're all living in? Um, oh, well, first, I just want to say, hey, everybody. Um, but that's um, and thank you also for having me on this podcast. It's You're great welcome. to be back. Um, if you all want to listen to where I was three years ago, make sure you hit up his, uh, his, your, you have a website. Uh, this is this podcast. <laughs> okay. Just, yeah. <laughs> just look through the, uh, his podcast content and you'll find me three yeah. years ago. Um, but to answer your question about how I'm holding up, I'm, I'm good. It feels like it feels a little surreal that we're going through a pandemic. Uh, but thankfully I, I guess I've mastered the art of meditation no not really mm. <laughs> <laughs> but i you know i think just like meditating and learning how to be chill and learning how to be adaptable keeping your like mentality like flexible is really important at this time and it's really really what's been helping me stay sane calm and collected during this time so how are you like what is it that you're doing to like kind of stay sane i guess like what are some <laughs> things that you're actually i know you're writing you just started mm-hmm. But like, what are, are you doing other things or just writing is the, your thing, your outlet where you're getting all your stress and all these feelings out? Um, writing is definitely part like the largest outlet. But another a couple other things keeping me sane are um, like exercising and just feeling grounded in my body. I think that we well personally, I carry so much energy in my body and I feel like I need to release it. Like it's all that stress and like that anxiety. So taking walks, um, even going on runs, like sometimes I just have so much energy that I'm just like, you know what? I just need to run it off. Yoga also helps. Yoga, stretching, a little bit of Pilates, not a lot. And are you doing this off from like YouTube or where are you like taking these classes, I guess? Or... So before everything shut down, I had a, um, a 24-hour fitness membership. So... The 24 Go app has some really cool, uh, like, workouts that you can walk through. Um, so, like, for running, for example, like, they'll just guide you through, like, two minutes of jogging, maybe one minute of running. I use that. But as far as, like, yoga, I've, I'm just using the knowledge that I learned, you know, from years before. Same thing with Pilates. But there are a lot of workouts on, like, YouTube uh, that I've been I kind of skim through. I don't really follow it because there's I don't have space to do all that I want and have also have a screen in front of me that's you know like large enough to follow. Um, makes things a little harder, but it's all just um, in my head and <laughs> and on the app. When mm-hmm. I was when I invited you to this like to come on, you said like I didn't know I was <laughs> I was invited again or like I would be able to come on again. So I want to know uh-huh. exactly why. What what made you think that I wouldn't want you back? I've I've, I've a bunch of times I've actually 
I've offered you to read. Like, come use my mics and read your 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 zine. That's true. Uh, brain chemistry so many times, <laughs> you know. And and I also like we were like I told um um Carolina to mm-hmm. to invite you to be part of that that um the, like that event on like Christmas like two years ago or right um, two years ago. So uh-huh. exactly what made you think that I wouldn't want you back? <laughs> Oh, God, that's such a good question. You know, sometimes I surprise myself with the shit that I think of. (laughs) (laughs) I really don't know what made me think that I wouldn't be invited or welcome as a guest again on your very welcoming show. I think it was, I think it was just me, like, assuming that once, I guess, one person um, maybe uses one outlet, maybe they're not supposed to use that outlet again. Mm. I don't know. Um... Yeah, I wish I can give you like a clear answer, but maybe it's something that I internalized and that I've been struggling with is how, I guess, um, if the work that I'm doing is actually, I wouldn't say real, but actually like art or worth talking about, um, which, you know, ties into whether I feel relevant as an artist or not. So me thinking that I wouldn't be asked to come on a show where you know, people are actually like creating things and making an impact. Maybe I didn't feel like I was doing that. So I didn't. So I assume that I wouldn't be part of that, that outlet again. You feel me? Yeah, because I'm a fan. Like, I'm a fan of your stuff. Like, you know, Thank this, you. I'm a fan of your stuff. I push your stuff constantly, like to people like, like, for example, I had I had I just had Cynthia and mm-hmm. was featured on Alegria, um, uh, the Latinx poetry project um it yeah. just came out and mm-hmm. this week the the week that we're recording this i'm i put out um i interviewed davina and mm-hmm. she's the ceo of alegria and i i gave her like you gave me a zine i was oh i think um you messaged me saying like i never gave you the zine but you actually gave me the zine <laughs> what i did is I, I i let her borrow it because Aww. i want she like i wanted her to write her own zine and she was like she thought that she had to do this whole thing big thing where she she had to like go to through a publisher but i sure look like this is like to the point simple and like you're gonna like it had an impact on me like and then it had an impact on her so I know that like, your stuff is relevant. I'm a big fan. You know? <laughs> Thank like, you. So for you That's to think awesome. that like your stuff, like people are a fan of you. Like you know this. You you do open yeah. mics. <laughs> like I know you're just doing some at Angel of the Brewery. So yes. like, like people are like looking at your stuff. So for you to think that <laughs> like you're not being creative, like I don't know, like why? Why do you think you're not like what's going on that you feel you're not being like you're not like, gonna like you or something when you there's like there's evidence that people are, fun, are fans of your work you are calling me the fuck out and i love it um <laughs> no you're so right oh god i struggle with this a lot actually you know like a huge part of me struggles with identifying as an artist and feeling that my work is relevant i think a lot of that has to do with because i'm not like i didn't go to school for writing and it's kind of it feels like it I, I've always felt like a writer. I've always been a writer. I've always, my, my greatest form of expression has been my voice and what I write down. People may see you one way, but when you, when you personally compare yourself to someone else or uh, you know, say that someone else is better than you because of the work that they produce or whatever, which is not okay, I forget that the stuff that I'm producing and the stuff that I have to say is also just as important as what anybody else has to say. And this is 
yeah, this is just a really like a huge struggle of mine is is that identity as an artist and that my voice matters. Yeah, I I understand that definitely. Like, mm-hmm. in, um, in this podcasting world, like, mm-hmm. like I have friends like that are like they have like two thousand, like five thousand, like listeners. Like I'm mm-hmm. barely wow. breaking in, like close to two hundred or like like on a good day I hit three. Like uh-huh. wow, but like like I find myself like sometimes I question myself too, like. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Why should I even keep doing this? You know, but then I, yeah. I bring I bring people on that, or I get a message from somebody that that like changes my perspective. Like, okay, well, like I didn't start this because I wanted like everybody's approval. I started this because I wanted to help, like the the person that I bring on and that one person that's listening. So as long as mm-hmm. there's always that one person listening to me and being impacted or influenced by the people that i bring then that's all that matters right hell yeah and then I, and for you i feel like as long as there's that one person that connects with with your with your poetry that makes them feel some type of way i think that's what actually matters like and at the end of the day like this is an outlet for you to bring out all those, those frustrations that pain mm-hmm. those feelings out and you kind of already like by you putting it out into the world you kind of already did that you know you already you already put it on pen and paper or now with technology on the computer and you already got all those emotions out and i think that was the goal for you like personally i can't say like i did one poem and that's what it was for me so i'm just (laughs) like that's all i've done but i'm assuming that that's where where it is for you like you think about something and then you you kind of kind of feel those emotions about that topic or the thing that you want to write about and then you just put it out like everything that you that you feel at the moment and it comes out into like this great masterpiece that somebody else gets to experience and gets to like have an emotion that like the amazing thing is you did this like you did this with a writing you know like you didn't have to like touch them you didn't have to like do anything to them just with them reading your work you have this impact on them and that's amazing that like to me to like when I was doing that comedy thing like mm-hmm. that was what my what comedy was like I'm not like I'm not touching you I'm not doing anything to you it's just mm-hmm. words and I'm able to like make you feel something like this emotion this like this this thing like laughter like I did that to you just by my words so like yeah. just by your words you're doing this to people so um, I'm definitely gonna put out some of your stuff out you already know this so uh-huh. listeners you go to my instagram you'll read some of her stuff there and go to her website but we're not there yet because right? <laughs> like we're still we just got started you know yeah all right so when you came the first time you you, you came to promote brain chemistry right volume right. one and yeah you mentioned that that you were like your next project was gonna be something like along the lines of love right Mm-hmm. So is, is learning how to love that project that you mentioned three years ago? Oh, uh, that's a good question. Um, before I get to your question, I just want to let you know that everything that you said just a couple minutes ago was a hundred percent right. And, um, the work that you do is just so important. I just wanted to say that again, because thank you. Thank you for this. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. But I think, I think learning how to love was that project that I was talking about. I can't say for sure because I've been sitting on this for so long. This idea, mm-hmm. the story that I want to share about a young person wanting, or I guess learning, yeah, a young person learning how to love. Um, and not, I don't think 
I don't think it's like in the traditional sense, you know, this young person uh, has never seen what real love looks like, has not felt what authentic love feels like, um, but is yearning for it. So, you know, we, I guess we follow this young person and their journey. And yeah, this is just the story that I've been wanting to tell. I just didn't know how to tell it. And I think the quarantine kind of just pushed me and was like, hey, you should just fucking write. I mean, you don't have to see anybody to talk about it. (laughs) You know, like, I think one of the things that I struggled with a lot was, okay, when I write this story, I'm going to have to talk about it with people. Like, people are going to ask me about it. I'm going to have to, you know, tell them details about it. (laughs) Here I am doing it. (laughs) But... But that was one of my biggest obstacles was, oh God, I'm gonna have to talk about this. But now that we're in quarantine, I don't I don't really have to see people <laughs> or like, you know, bump into them and yeah, it's because a lot of these stories are true and you know, based on real events, of course like some of this stuff has been rewritten for storyline purposes, but you know, I just really didn't want to talk about what I'm writing about, which I'm, I'm, I'm open to now. Like I, I got over that, but yeah, no, that was cool. Cause my big obstacle. We're about to talk about it. So <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm ready. And right. right, so, well, tell me like how, like, tell me the like overview. I guess like if you could sum it up, like what this this is about. Okay, so um, we follow the protagonist Lola, who's a young college student as she learns what infidelity means in her romantic relationships and what in her life overall. Um, So yes, she is caught up in all these different romances at different points in her life, I guess involved in a monogamous relationship and still seeing other people and other times she is single and seeing multiple people. And right now the story isn't that far into that yet, Mm -hmm. but right now the story shares her experience with intimate partner violence, um, shares an experience. Well, right now she's with this, I guess a long, she's in a long distance relationship and we learn that she meets somebody else and is interested in pursuing that. However, doesn't know how to deal with her current relationship. And right now we're just learning. We're getting some backstory on, on this, long distance relationship and where she was before she met this guy so so is does does this like have any like brain chemistry does it have any like influence on this project brain chemistry was really a mind dump of all the crazy drugs i've done (laughs) and all like it, it to me it felt like a lot of dopamine so like anything that involves pleasure minus the food part is involved in brain chemistry so sex drugs love or not really love but like lust um mm. well a lot of drugs <laughs> um <laughs> so that's basically what brain chemistry is is like following trying to find that rush and i think the way that brain chemistry ties into learning how to love is is lola's really dependent on that rush in this story she's trying to find something that excites her or someone that really excites her like um like ecstasy would excite somebody like she's trying to find that spark and 
when she doesn't find it in one person, obviously she finds it in another person. Um, if she doesn't find it in that person that she's with, she finds it in the experiences that she shares with an individual. Um, and yeah, a lot of it does center around like alcohol and um, and weed and acid, mushrooms, um, lust, all of that is, is still mixed in with learning how to love. Yeah. And, and so is this kind of like autobiography, but like not, you don't want to say it out loud, I guess. You when, know what, when... Angel? You just fucking exposed me. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. I'm not gonna deny it. <laughs> <laughs> all so right, all right. Keep that there. Yeah, I mean, so like, when you are like, did you already fully write it? Because I know that on Instagram, you you told people, you know, like I need to spend more time on. Mm-hmm. I think it was chapter six, right? Right now, you're on mm-hmm. chapter, as a day of recording. So, mm-hmm. um, you're like, you know what? I'm a. I want to devote more time on the, chapter six. Mm-hmm. So, like, is this like a thing as you go? kind of project or do you already have like everything written down it's just like getting the story together i have a lot of um talking points written down and i have the story kind of planned out but i need to add in details i need to add in dialogue i need to describe the scene describe the feelings i need to plan out Uh, what comes first and what's relevant and what's not like (laughs) like in the last chapter I really wanted to talk about the bike that that homeboy brought to Humboldt for me but all I had to say was that he brought my bike but that bike was so special I wanted to keep talking about it Um, but that's I spent time just wondering what significance does this fucking bike have and does it have anything to do with my growth no, it doesn't. So I had to cut it out. But that's kind of like what I'm experiencing now with this chapter is, oh God, there's so much stuff that I want to talk about and say about this yeah, experience or, you know, this chapter. But I can't put it all in there. But like, what, what's the chapter? What's like the name of this chapter? Or what is it about? <laughs> so I don't have a name for this chapter yet. Well, at first, the series starts out with talking about how she's kind of like cheating on Mr. Money, which is fucked up. <laughs> and we learn that Mr. Money is is kind of not selfish, but he is very uh, on the surface. That's what it seems like. So in this chapter, I really trying to give more backstory to Mr. Money and the relationship that he and Lola have. And also, we we learn that overlap between um, the intimate partner violence relationship, um, the one that Lola had with Mr. Wright, and how that, um, not dragged into, but how that overlaps with the relationship with Mr. Money. So there was a little overlap and it was crazy. Even from the beginning with Mr. Money, it's never been solid. So why Lola continued to pursue this relationship and then subsequently cheat on him later, um, you know, that's the story that's developing right now. And like how how close to now, I guess, are you gonna get mm-hmm. are you like are you gonna get to like current I mean, okay, well, <laughs> it, it's not a biography, so like how far into the future of like Lola are you gonna are you planning to get? Twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Okay. So right yeah. now like around what, what year are you like Ooh, we're in twenty twelve. So all right, so you're still mm-hmm. 
five years like you're still thinking about five years yeah there's a lot <laughs> so like how many chapters do you think you're gonna end up oh like, man i don't know that's perfect i mean we got nothing but time right they keep exactly they keep extending this quarantine so <laughs> yeah so, but even so, long after the quarantine i'm still gonna keep going but are you do you feel you're gonna be as consistent because right now you're doing it mm-hmm. every week and because i i look first of all like this has to be super taxing on you <laughs> like like going back like through all these memories and like pain and like all yeah. this stuff that you mm-hmm. live, like this is not something that people want to live through again and yeah you doing this like i personally like so i started okay. a new podcast it's called the oh. feelings podcast oh my god yeah so, so, cool. so it's just about my feelings and and so oh, i have awesome. a co-host um ebony mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we just talked about our feelings so we talked about like our first love and, wow. and like and stuff like that so awesome so like i i've been kind of going through the same thing myself like having to think about past relationships and mm-hmm. those, that pain that i went through like i'm i know i'm not in the same boat as you because you get you're actually like you're writing and it's way different like i feel than what i'm doing but like how like how are you how are you making sure that you don't go back into that depression or mm-hmm. that sadness that you were at one point um, I think that I have to remain objective in the way that I talk about things. And one of the things that's really helping in remaining objective is actually talking about the things that I'm writing about to someone else who was actually there for like, like my sister. So, you know, I'll tell her like, cause I'm, you know, I'm trying to write about the first time I kissed Mr. Money and I'm like, oh my God, like, you know, I can't believe it. I can't remember that I don't remember our first kiss. Oh my God. You know, and I'm like, fuck, now I'm gonna have to make this shit up. But, you know, but what does that tell you about the relationship and and everything that went along with it? Like it, it goes deeper, like, wow, like you've spent, you spent so much time with this guy and you don't even remember that. Like, that's depressing. For me, that was depressing. But talking to her about it, it makes it easier to process. And um, it just, you know, it, she just reminds me like, hey, you know, like it's, I remember this one time that I didn't remember this guy, you know, like, oh, this guy was a bad kisser. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like you talk about these feelings with someone else so that you're not alone. And not being alone really, really, really saves me from myself. And the irony is that we're in quarantine and some of us are alone and left with our own thoughts, which is, is really sad. So if anybody does feel like that, does feel alone, like they can't talk to anybody, um, you know, I there are people out there that are willing to talk, whether you call a hotline or, you know, call up a friend or a sibling or anybody that you feel safe with. Just you should talk about these things, whatever it is, just talk. But like right mm-hmm. now, like yeah. what are what are you doing? And like, because, you know, like we're all mm-hmm. a, pro, um, a lot of us spend a lot of time alone and mm-hmm. with not a lot of people to talk to. Like, what mm-hmm. are you doing? And like, for not not to feel that way, I guess. Um. Like, this is really bad, but <laughs> I stopped seeing my therapist because I felt like I had enough tools to get me through the quarantine. Uh-huh. But I've, I've actually been using pot to calm down. And I'm not, I'm not high right now, but a lot of, um, if I feel like my emotions are getting like the best of me or like I just, I can't stop the, you know, the thoughts from rushing my, like my, 
conscious mind, I just, you know, take a toke here and there and just chill. Mm. Um, and, you know, like, I, I guess I was a little, like, reserved to talk about pot. Or not reserved, but I was kind of scared to talk about pot because I wasn't sure how, you know, people would feel about that. But honestly, I've been, I was smoking pot for, like, 10 years. And in 2017, I, I like, quit. Um, and I just started using again. But I guess a lot lighter and... I'm not, I'm not afraid of what the feelings will do to me. I know what the fuck my feelings can do to me. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't really want to go down that, that route. I'm not numbing. Um, I'm just kind of calming down. And I think that's the difference between then and now is back then I was numbing. And now I'm just, I'm just stupid enough to, to keep myself sane, but still feel the feelings. So, um, that's, I mean, I, that's what I'm doing. That's kind of ironic. Like, all you're talking <laughs> about is drugs and stuff, but you're like, <laughs> pot, like weed is uh, something that I don't know if I want to talk about. <laughs> well, I drink a lot of tea too. And, you know, the whole yoga and meditation too is not like another calming mechanism. Um, you know, by tea, like I drink a lot of like sleepy time tea. Like I drink like, you know, like chamomile tea. Like, I'm, you know, I'm doing a lot to really calm down mm-hmm. because like, the anxious brain is the most like oh god you can't think right when you're anxious you can't you can't function properly when you're anxious nothing in your body when you're anxious is doing like stuff that's going to benefit you besides the only thing that's going to benefit you at that time is kind of just um going through the i guess motions of being anxious which is you know which you can stop um, by just calming down, kind of, I guess. And you can do that by drinking tea, yoga, centering yourself, um, whatever. So I, I do a lot to not be anxious. So that's that's kind of where I'm at. And so um, do you just plan to keep it on your website or are you going to do something like your brain chemistry, like a zine or something? Oh, yeah. And no, I don't, I think I'm done with the zine zines for now i think digital is my favorite thing to use so it's definitely going to stay on my website for as long as as it lives um can i share my website yeah no yeah it's okay okay so um you know you want to listeners (laughs) you want to go check out learning how to love it's on my website which is www.lolalapoeta.com that's l-o-l-a-l-a-p-o-e-t-a.com and it's on the it's on the homepage. You can start at chapter one and or start whenever you want. I mean, there's other posts there too, but it is definitely gonna live there for as long as I don't know, <laughs> forever maybe. Yeah. Well, also, um, yeah. So you're gonna I'm gonna all that stuff, all that information is gonna be available in the description. And at the end of this episode, I'm gonna say it all over again. I probably already said it in the intro, and mm-hmm. I'll make you do it all over again. Okay. We end this. So also, um, you, you just had wrote a poem called "I'm a Poet," right? So can you yeah. tell me about that? Because I, I guess that's that's you mm-hmm. trying to say, like you know, like convince yourself that you're a poet yeah. or something. <laughs> no, you're so right. It. I wrote that a couple years ago, and I just um, I reposted it again because I needed to remind myself that yeah, I'm a fucking poet. But yeah, no, I wrote that poem because. You were, okay, let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. You remember the poetry that you read in the literature books at school? 
A little bit. Yeah. Does it sound anything like what I would write? Mm -mm. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the point is that the poets that we've seen in our school, in our public school, are not the poets that we see today. Mm -hmm. um, these, and I, I felt, and because I, you know, I didn't go to school for this, I felt for the longest time that I wasn't like a poet because I'm not trained and I don't know prose as well as everybody else. And, you know, I haven't studied the mechanisms as much as I should, which actually that's something that I'm doing because that's an insecurity of mine. So I'm gonna fix it by learning what I wanna learn, um, which is, you know, the, mecha the mechanisms of a poem. But that's why I wrote that too, because I, I feel like I'm like an unconventional poet. And I just wanted to state that like, hey, you know, I'm bold, I'm, I'm brown, I fucking smoke pot, like I'm drunk a lot, <laughs> like I love to party and I'm a poet and I'm sensitive, I have feelings like, but I can still bust a rhyme, I could still write a stanza, I could still write a ballad, but I'm just not your conventional poet like you would see in your American literature book in your fucking 10th grade class. I'm just not that person, so. And that's yeah. why you're the best. That's why you have the title. <laughs> that's why you're Lola La Poeta. There's nobody else with La Poeta. Nobody, there's only Lola, right? So, thank so, you. Yeah, so I think, you know, like, I, I, I'm happy with what we have. Um, mm -hmm. I, I told you that, I mean, I wish I could go longer, but unfortunately. <laughs> this is fine. Yeah, so if the, this is the time, if in case, did I miss anything? Mm -hmm. Is there anything that you want to make sure the listener knows about you or any project that, uh, aside from um, learning how to love? Um, I do want to talk about the Angel City Open Mic that I host. Okay. Um, I'm not sure when it's going to come, when we're going to host it again live, but Food for Thought Open Mic is the safest space that I've ever been in, and I've I've had the honor to host it for the last year with um, a co-host, Faye. Actually, Faye is also part of the um, it's the Latinx project yeah, yeah, yeah. by Alegria. Yeah, it, um, they're part of that too, which is great. I think they have maybe one or two pieces in that. Um, but I, I co-host with them. And my, my really good friend, Zanetta, she started it. And she, well, she and Cherie, actually Cherie's from Wilmington. Um, Teresa Lavera. Tell them to well, come on, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll I'll let her I'll let her know. I'll shoot her this podcast. Mm -hmm. But so her and Zanetta, they started this food for thought uh, meeting space in Humboldt where they would come together, you know, share some beer, says you know, smoke a little, um, share some food, and people would bring their guitars, their art, uh, their poems, stories, music and can just get together, convene, and just be chill together. Uh, Zanetta recreated that same space in Angel City Brewery, and actually uh, Zanetta still works there, and so does Charisse. Um, and, you know, they have, they don't participate in the open mic because, uh, you know, they're doing their own jobs and helping run the brewery, but Faye and I, we host the space every last Thursday of the month when it's open, <laughs> and it, we really welcome like everybody, we don't welcome like any xenophobia, transphobia, homophobia, sexist, racist, like none of that bullshit. And we do, a, I think we do a really, really great job at calling people out appropriately, not making them feel like bad people, but just saying, hey, what you said was not okay. And you should learn from this. 
um, the community that gets together is also really good at letting other people know that and cheering people on when it's their first time and like engaging in the, the pieces that are shared. Um, this is a great space for first timers. It's where I learned how to hone in on my crafts and it's really fun to host. Um, I, I've got to say that, um, and you know, speaking as a cisgender person, like I don't want to like misgender anybody or, you know, speak um, from a place of privilege, but you know, I do recognize that I do have that privilege and my co-host uh, Faye is non-binary and you know they having them co-host the show with me I feel like opens up a lot of doors for a lot of people that identify not just as you know like binary folks and um, also just having like brown folks up there like hosting the space I think it really encourages other people to to come up and share their experiences like you know we don't discriminate you no matter like where you come from, it, no matter what you look like, whatever you identify as, like it's fine as long as you're not an asshole, like we're good. Um, so I just, you know, I really love hosting that space and I feel like um, a lot of other people from just um, different, um, I guess, artist backgrounds also feel like they can share their heart on that stage. And that's what the fuck is important to me, so. Yeah. Well, if like once we we're done with this whole quarantine, we're not shut down anymore. <laughs> and if you mm-hmm. you're not an asshole, racist, <laughs> homophobic, and you want to put your portrait out there, then you got mm-hmm. a space for you. Go to Angel yeah. City Brewery in uh, downtown LA, I believe, or close yes. to downtown, and mm-hmm. right there, or just like obviously, um, go follow Lola. No, mm-hmm. yeah. And um, mm-hmm. that's where you can find. Uh, I'm sure she's gonna post the event once it's actually like up and running again. Yeah. But I uh, want you to tell people where they can find you, your website, yeah. all of that information, all over again. Okay. Okay. So uh, if you want to follow me on IG, uh, my Instagram is Lola La Poeta. It's L O L A P O E T A. If you want to follow the um, Food for Thought Open Mic, that's Food for Thought Open Mic. Um, on IG just like that no spaces no dashes everything's spelled out and that's also linked on on my IG and so is my website which is www.lodalapoeta.com and that's where you can find me and like I said you're going to have all that information up again in a second once I'm done with this with the um, interviewing her um, on the outro I'm going to go over all that information again (laughs) and you you probably already heard it on the intro but I just want to make sure you guys go check out her stuff and hopefully are inspired by her work because it's very very inspirational and you know she's putting out her life i mean she's putting out this <laughs> somebody else's life out there and Shit. You know, it's you know um it's it's you know it's a it's a, a very like it's a tough thing to do to put yourself out there and or to put somebody else's life out there but if if um if you know what this, that that's like like i know what that's like with this podcast like mm-hmm. you kind of you see it in somebody else and you, you can't help but admire it and you know like i said i i, I like what you do and i i hopefully like oh um, not hopefully but i mean keep doing what you're doing and you like on the record you have an open door if you want to come <laughs> again it's recorded i'm inviting okay. you already all right. <laughs> So let just let me know. We'll get through this together, and 
Well, well, I mean, what I don't know what your next project is, but I'm excited to find out. So, <laughs> thank um, you. We're gonna, like I said, we're gonna end this now. So, mm-hmm. uh, hopefully, you guys enjoy this episode. And I don't know if you have anything else to say before we go. Just thank you to all the listeners. Hello, and hope you're staying safe. All right, guys. So, hopefully, you guys enjoyed that episode with Lola La Poeta. And you know, I don't know about you guys, but I'm inspired. You know, I love it. Um, hopefully you guys go check out her website. You could go follow her at Lola La Poeta on Instagram. And if you want to read all her publications, you can find those at LolaLaPoeta.com. All that information is also going to be available on the description of the podcast. So make sure you do all that. Click on that and go follow her. And hopefully you guys are inspired to do your thing. I know I will make me happy and I'm sure I'll make Lola happy to to know that you know we we made we're not made you but we inspired you in some way either with our conversations or through her publications or through my podcast so if you would like to contact us like i said you can message us um i'm on, on instagram at let me know pod on instagram and she's at lola la poeta on instagram that was a lot of ads for instagram.com there but whatever before you go make sure you go leave me a five star review on itunes um make sure you leave something a five-star review and leave some words i do i do read them and it makes me feel so happy that um you guys have some connection to the show it makes me feel accomplished so if you guys could go leave a review of five stars and leave some words i would really appreciate it a little reminder you can find my t-shirts at teespring.com um, slash let me know pot if you are interested you want to buy one I, I suggest you message me and i'll get it in my rate that way um you'll get it cheaper um and also if you already purchased one and it's taking a long time i do apologize that's not something i could control you know right now everybody's backed up so be a little patient but hopefully that 20 percent that i save you makes up for it so yeah and don't forget to send me a picture i do have stickers they're completely free all i gotta know is where you want me to send it and what's your name all right what's your name what's your number and i don't need your number i just need your name um i think that's about it for me don't forget also no it's not it's not it's always something it's always something right so i'm not sure where we're at with this three um three year anniversary but um if you want to be part of the three anniversary festivities message me send me an email um go to let me know pod on instagram and tell me that you're interested so my idea is i want to interview you guys the listeners you know i focus on the uh, i focus on my guests a lot but at the end of the day this is for you guys and i want to get to know you you know the listeners so if you guys would like to be part of the show and if you don't mind people knowing about you um message me tell me what you who you are what you do and we'll get a little conversation started i just want to get to know the listeners and i want you to feel like you're part of the show because that's been my goal this whole time and i would, i feel like if you come and hear yourself on the show then you'll be even more connected to us so i do have a little project around the corner it's called the feelings podcast i just started this with ebony moreno you guys have heard of her for sure i'm very excited as of right now i don't know where we're at i i know that we released our first episode already so make sure you go check that out. All right, guys. So that's going to be it for me. But before I go, I just want to thank you guys for letting me be part of your day. All right, guys. So next time, I'll see you. 
Bye. song has been brought to you by let me know podcast new episode every week available on all streaming platforms